millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to r slash pro revenge, where an employee gets revenge on his ex-boss not once, but twice for software piracy. With everything going on in the world right now, with Facebook and Instagram and seemingly everything being hacked, I thought I had to bring you this story. This boss thought it would be a good idea to download a pirated version of Windows onto every single PC in his office. And clearly, he didn't get away with it. I thought I was done with my revenge till my former boss gave me a second chance years later. This happened a few years back, and recently the whole ordeal just gained some new ramifications. So be advised, it's a long tale. Part one, where I caused my old boss to lose a buttload of money due to software piracy. A little context. I'm a teacher with a degree in advertising, and I've been involved with IT for the past 20-something years, although I found my love for teaching just some 10 years ago. I passed through a lot of schools in the meantime, from the big ones to the smallest ones, and accumulated a bunch of experience both in the classroom and behind the scenes, designing workbooks, video courses, learning platforms, and such. So I started thinking it was past the time to migrate to a management position. The opportunity came in a prestigious school of digital art and i became its teaching manager overseeing all the teachers and the intern learning routines it was a hard but honest job for a time soon it became obvious that my boss was not exactly what he tried to present to students and employees he would display bursts of anger and antagonize the team demanding impossible results and asking about tasks that he never assigned but somehow was our job to guess. One time during a meeting, he grabbed a big chair and pretended to throw it across the room. It was his idea of a joke. Nobody even flinched because nobody doubted for a second that he was capable of actually doing the deed. Needless to say, nobody laughed as well. In my country, employers may hold employees contracts for up to three months, which means that for 90 days, you have no job security and may be fired at any moment without any consequence to the company which my boss reminded everyone all the time, half joking, trying to keep everybody on their toes. He actually excused me from this treatment. He had this bad habit as treating the managers differently and gave me constant praise for a good job till the day my temp contract ended, meaning I was then an actual employee with full benefits and couldn't be fired without him paying me everything the law stated. So it really surprised me when he started the hostile treatment not 24 hours after my temporary contract ended and the full employment began. Gone were the praises and in their place came screams, bad reviews, and more and more insane demands. We paid an outside company to do maintenance on the classroom PCs every week, but somehow bugs and crashes were now my fault. One time, he made me stay after hours on a Saturday after all students and staff had left and prohibited me from going home before I had all computers running smoothly. He asked me to find him a new seller and I introduced a friend. 
making it clear that by no means was I asking for him to be hired. I was just making introductions and if he liked the guy after they talked, it was his own decision and responsibility to hire him or not. A few weeks later, he gave me an earful for going for drinks with this friend of mine, saying that managers should stick with managers and that I should mingle with him, not the staff, because they were beneath us, apparently. I said this was absurd. Reminded him that I've known this guy for years already and that if he wanted to he could join us for drinks anytime It was not the response he expected the abuse continued and actually intensified One day I started to feel chest pains and my left arm went completely numb While my friend called for an ambulance I retreated to my boss's office at the time being occupied by his fiance and calmly told her don't mind me i think i'm having a heart attack so i'll just lay here for a few minutes so the students can't see me of course she went nuts at this the good news it wasn't a heart attack but an anxiety attack and it wasn't the last one i was 36 at the time and it was the first time i saw my mum cry since my dad passed more than 20 years prior from of course a heart attack I decided enough was enough. So I gave my 30 days notice, citing health issues. I hadn't yet completed six months working there. I sat down with my boss and I didn't blame him in any way, but I said that the stress was making me worry about leaving my family too soon. And I gave him every guarantee he needed that I would work through my entire notice period in order to complete every single project we started since my hiring. So I finished updating the courses, finished the development of our brand new e-learning platform, finished hiring the teachers for the next semester. I even shot videos to promote every single course on the school's menu. Less than a week left till my last day, he called me into his office to show the company's new career plans. I don't know the equivalent term in English, but it's the path planned by the company for the growth of each position. So you see, that's what you're going to earn in a few months. That is, if you stop being a sissy and just do your effing job. I couldn't believe it. After all the abuse, all the toxicity, I tried to go to the higher road and end everything on a good note, and he called my health issues being a sissy. I was done. I told him to just deduce the next few days from my final payments, and I left. Now for the revenge. Remember how I introduced that boss to a friend, and he actually hired the guy? Well, on my final days, I announced to my boss that I would open my own school after leaving, but I failed to mention that this other employee was my business partner. So when my friend asked himself for his 30 days notice, our boss was livid. He all but threw out my friend, telling him to never put his feet in there again and leave immediately. According to the law, that means he had to pay for that whole month, plus every remaining day he worked before and commissions. Adding to that, my own last payments, which came with six months of benefits, we had more than enough to start our new venture. But that's not the revenge. He actually made us sign a sort of NDA with a bunch of illegal clauses, which made the whole contract invalid, preventing us from revealing any company secrets during or after our time with them, at the risk of being fined 30,000 in the local currency, which is about $6,000 US at the time. However, no contract in the world may prevent one, at least in my country, from reporting any illegal activities. Which is why I wasn't worried one bit when I reported him and his school for having 50 plus PCs running a pirate version of Windows, Office, the whole Adobe Suite, Revit, Cinema 4D, 3DS Max, and lots of other very expensive software. 
Not long before this, a big and traditional chain of stores had gone bankrupt in our state for having to pay retroactively fines upon fines on Windows alone. So it's an understatement to say that the government was taking piracy pretty seriously at the time. It gets funnier when you realize that the reported person receives an email with the whole complaint, apart from the author of the report, the minute it's filed so he can prepare his defense. His response wasn't at all unexpected. Some five minutes after our report, a similar email came into our inbox, reporting us for 30 unlicensed copies of Windows and many other programs. My business partner still talked to the finance manager on our old job, and knowing that our ex-boss would probably be right beside him, fuming and screaming, decided to send him a picture of our only classroom with no computer in sight. We decided to specialize in classes about comic book making, which dispense computers, and whenever we would host a class that demanded it, we'd ask our students to bring in their own. A few weeks later, I heard that the whole remaining staff abandoned ship, leaving him with only an intern and a few teachers without permanent contracts. My former boss actually kept tabs on us, and learning that some of his teachers were contacting us to host special classes, started to blackmail them, threatening to terminate their contracts if they insisted on doing business with us, even though there was no exclusivity clause in their contracts. Some of them called the bluff, and he had to pay another load of money on breach of contracts alone. Time went by, and I hear the guy is counting his pennies and struggling to keep afloat. He used to open full classes every six months, occupying every day and time available. Now he can hardly fill a term, started holding only night classes, and not even every day. Half the week, he closed his doors, not having enough students nor the money to pay employees on these days. Before I left, he paid 40000 on the architectural project alone to expand the business within a year. But now I hear he was considering closing his doors and offering only online courses. And that's before even the pandemic. And now for part two, where, years after my revenge, I made my ex-boss again pay a bunch load of money, this time on legal fees. First of all, I need to say that my own school has closed its doors. Me and my friend were not a good fit, as business partners at least, and now we're not even friends. That's life. We cashed out, sold what could be sold, and each went with our own lives. I may eventually write about my petty revenge against this guy, you can say I hold many grudges, but this tale is not about him. Some months later, I found out that our ex-boss was suing us. Our school, that is. Which, as I mentioned, didn't even exist anymore. My ex-friend's sister, who is also his lawyer, contacted me and told me about it. Now, I couldn't find anything on the public records since the lawsuit was running on court-ordered sigil. I talked to my own lawyer and she said, If they didn't cite you directly, pretend you know nothing about the matter. And so, I ignored the issue for a few years. During lockdown, the appointed official finally found me at home and served me. That also gave me access to my boss's claims, since I had 15 days to prepare my defense. My wife found me laughing out loud in front of the computer. His claims were absolutely ridiculous. He claimed I stole his courses and used as proof a print from our now offline sites, side by side with his own, saying something in the lines of, it becomes obvious that both schools have the same courses. However, he presented no explanation of the similarities besides the names, which weren't even the same. We had a segment of trainings under the umbrella graphic design, but no class with that specific name, for example, and no other class on any of his main subjects. 
Also, most of our classes were in the topic of comic books, which he never worked with. He also called us cynical for daring to compete with him in the same market, even if it was my own previous experience on the learning sector that landed me the job on his firm in the first place. At one point, the document cited a statement from our site where we said that we took our previous experiences as a way to learn with our mistakes and do differently and called it a confession of plagiarism. I asked my lawyer to let me write my own defense, leaving to her the task of translating it to lawyerism. She actually copy and pasted my full statement, saying she could not have argued it better. I put on paper all the repulse I felt, cited all my experience with teaching, and rebuked every single one of his claims with facts and actual proof, attaching printed conversations, saved emails, and bringing attention to his own lacking of proof. The judge tossed the case and made him pay all the legal fees, including my lawyers. Now, he could have avoided this if he'd entered the lawsuit into small claims courts, but since he wanted the 30000 from the NDA, plus damages and sigil, he had it coming. Just another shove of dirt on his coffin. And that is the end of that story. But to clear up a little bit of confusion that there might have been with you guys and in the comment section on Reddit, OP has given us a little edit at the end. Okay. I guess there are a few details I left out that I thought weren't important, but in the end could help to explain circumstances better. As many of you guessed, English is not my first language. That would be Portuguese. Even then, as a writer, I have to admit, not my best work. Well, it wasn't too bad, my friend. About the homophobic slur, I guess the closest term in English for what the guy actually said would be the F word. But I really don't like that word. And I really thought that sissy would be equivalent. Also, maybe it's important to note that I am queer. I'm AMAB, non-binary, and pan-bisexual. And this dude knew, at least about the second part. The first one even I hadn't figured out until much later. Early on in my training, my boss started to rant about how he would never again hire women, nor the F word again, because they were all but trouble. Suddenly, he stopped and looked at me. You're not an F, are you? Actually, I'm bisexual, I said. Okay, so not an F. Phew. About the NDA, I said it was sort of an NDA. It was actually an abusive document that he demanded that I wrote, stating lots of rules and penalties regarding employees' behavior, and made everybody sign. It wasn't written by a lawyer. Again, I wrote it based on internet searches and notes he kept sending me by email. As I said, there were a bunch of illegal clauses that made it in fact void, but his objective was to bully workers into thinking it wasn't and that defying him would result in dire consequences. Also, he never gave any one of us a copy, which is all sorts of illegal as well. And finally, about my lawyer. She is actually my mother-in-law and she's not very good at her job. But being family, she never charges me. So this lawsuit was a big win for her as well. Also, I consider myself a very educated person. And although my degree is in advertising, it never stopped me from wanting to know about other stuff. Speaking English, for example, is something I taught myself, although not that well. I know a lot about law and local regulations, and that knowledge has helped me before, like all the times I've tried to start a new business. So no, not that surprisingly, I could write my own legal defense. Thank you, everybody, for reading and the comments. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And there we go, guys. That is the end of that one. After yesterday's somewhat questionable stories, I wanted to give you one today that I knew was 100% real, and that definitely was. Nothing too extravagant or believable, but still brilliant revenge. Well done. It seemed like this guy is just an extremely jealous person, right? And was creating his own problems. If he'd just done things the right way from the start and not picked on people and been a bully for no real reason, I don't really get why he was doing that. What is there to gain? In my opinion, nothing. He would have been fine. And also, going after you for piracy and stuff when he's doing it himself, it's very, very strange. Why? I mean, genuinely just scanning through us again, it almost seems as if every time that your ex-boss got in more trouble, yeah, it was because of you, but mostly it was because he opened the door for you to do something like without him putting himself in the mud you wouldn't really have been able to do too much it was all his own doing really anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge i really hope you have enjoyed this one if you did and you want to see more revenge stories from me right away check out this video on screen this is actually catastrophic revenge so to be fair the revenge is a lot more serious than this video if you are new around here hit this button as well to subscribe and i will see you all tomorrow with a brand new video